Welcome to Grounds for Discussion, a book club podcast for the average Joe. Welcome, everybody. I'm Becky. And I'm Laura. And today we are talking about the book Hamnet by Maggie O'Farrell. And, um, of course, we're drinking something. So, Laura, what are you drinking today? Um, today I have, um, it's, so, okay, with school in the mornings yeah. these days, I mostly just try to grab something super quick. I don't really have time to, like, make anything elaborate. Yeah. So, it's, um, it's Stoke or Stock, I don't know how it's pronounced, hmm. This it's that brand, but it's their, um, espresso with protein. It's, like, Ooh. espresso... It's like it says like espresso creamed or creamed espresso or something okay. like that with protein. Huh. So they've like added. I think it's probably just like whey protein or something like that. Well, um, can you send me that link or maybe put it on the website because I want to look at that. Yeah, I definitely can. Cool. I, I at first I was kind of like I don't know if I'm gonna like this, and I I wasn't super. Like, I didn't dislike it, but I was like, yeah, it's all right. Yeah. But after having it for a little bit, I've kind of gotten used to it, and I sort of like it now. Yeah. So yeah. it's not necessarily my favorite just straight-up coffee drink type right. thing, but right. it really gets the job done yeah. in the morning. Nice. When I'm kind of like, oh, I just want to get some coffee and yeah. hit the ground running. Yeah. So, yeah. So it works. Yeah. But – and what are you drinking? Well, I've um, I've been – trying to do decaf lately um but actually today i'm drinking tea you know Mm. in honor of our shakespeare Uh, shakespearean experience here today yes (laughs) so i used to not care so much for tea but i have slowly and surely started to realize there's some really good teas there are there really are yes the one i'm drinking right now is um oh a support life, uh, and it's like a caramel apple flavor. It's Ooh, it's really good. good. It's supposed supposed to like help with immune system, but it's I just bought it at Walmart. But it's very okay. Uh, I really like the flavor. So yeah. So is it um, support life? Is that the name brand? I I don't know if that's the name brand or the um, just like part of what's on the package i can't remember okay um i'll okay. have to look it up and we could we could add a link if you wanted to um okay but yeah it's delicious it's really good so okay nice maybe i'll have to try that sometime that sounds yeah good. and it's a nice you- brisk morning so it kind of just seems appro- mm. appropriate you know nice yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> do you um add anything to it or do you just drink it straight i did some um truvia Okay, so like just a little, yeah, like the sweetener stuff. Okay, yeah, just a little sweet. Right. So I don't add nice. any like milk or anything. Milk or anything. Okay, some every once in a while I will, but I didn't. <laughs> okay, nice. Yeah, yeah. So it's brisk. I'm so jealous. What's that? Although I have to, I said it's brisk. I'm jealous. Oh yeah, Florida <laughs> life, right? <laughs> Although I have to say, last night was in the 50s. Oh. I was like, it's so nice out here. Yeah. It was perfect. Did you have a fire? No, because I don't have any wood. Oh. I only have like a couple sticks of wood. Okay. And then it all got rained on. Oh. And so <laughs> I have to dry it out. And I need to get more. Yeah. For a while, we were really lucky because like, I can't remember, we had some big branches from some different stuff. So we were having fires all the time. Okay. This was like, 
probably six months or eight months ago, and I kind of got spoiled, and now I think I should have a fire all, right. the, like, all the time, you know? <laughs> but I need to find some free wood somewhere. Yeah. Go chop down a tree somewhere. <laughs> exactly. Check on Craigslist or something. Check out where the recent anyway. storms were. <laughs> yes, exactly. Who has down trees? Who has a down tree for me? Come on, down trees. Anywho. So, okay. So, Hamnet. Yes. Um, Hamnet. Diving in here. Hamnet. <laughs> Would you like some Hamnet? some ham? <laughs> I, I totally can't do it. I don't know how to roll an H. Oh but this woman did. We have to tell that story because now Total. we made a big deal of it. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Do you want to tell the story? So we used to watch this ridiculous Cinderella story. Who? What was the um, group that did it? It was, it was Shelley Duvall, I yes. think. And she did had, all these different fairy tales. Yes, she had a series, yeah. like a movie series uh-huh. almost of and fairy tales cinderella was like oh one of our favorites so <laughs> we, we watched it way too much we would get that at the um at snyder's yes snyder's video store and which we loved because it had a lot yes who doesn't love a lot and we thought that was super cool yep, you could go up to the loft and look for a movie so anyway, yep. we would always get that. And one of the ladies, I think it was uh, one of the um, evil stepsisters, right? I think so. She, yeah. She was trying to entertain the guy that was coming to put the slippers on, <laughs> on the feet of all the different ladies. And she was trying to distract him. And she's like, would you perhaps like some ham? <laughs> And she, like, somehow rolled the eight. I don't even know how to do it. It was amazing. But we quote that all the time. Yeah, it's a problem. (laughs) It's ridiculous. That was a really long story for a very not, you know, (laughs) climactic (laughs) ending. But there you go. (laughs) If anyone listens to this, they might, uh, they might... (laughs) They might think we need a bit more scripted convo here. Um, <laughs> They're wondering what's in our tea today. <laughs> what is in that tea? <laughs> no. Um, so, yes. So, Hamnet. So, okay. We are actually going to switch things up just a little bit this time, and we're going to do the ratings first. Yeah. So, um, yeah. So, Becky, would you like to start oh. us off and give your rating for this book? I will confess that I requested to do ratings first because yes. I said to Laura, I don't think I can go through this whole podcast and not <laughs> blatantly share how I feel <laughs> about this book. I can't give my real opinions through the whole thing. All right. (laughs) Right. Without. Oh, man. It was delightful, uplifting. Just kidding. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. This book was such a downer. But more than that, (laughs) more than that, it was written in such a weird way. I mean, Laura, do you agree with me? I mean, I felt like what she was going for was fine. Like, I've seen it. It's it's not a strange style, but maybe she missed the mark a little bit. A little. I, don't, I mean, um, yeah. 
Okay, so... <laughs> okay, we'll get into it, but just, yeah. <laughs> okay. We'll get there. So... We'll get there. Some of the things that I really struggled with in the book, I did not like the slow beginning. I felt like it was so hard to get into. I I kept checking the end of the pages, like, oh, 305. Wow, 305? That's like every two pages I kept checking and I kept doing the math. Wait, how many? I've done more math on this book. Oh, no. Oh, dear. Than I've oh, done boy. in quite a while since I taught third grade, oh, probably. And you keep, you keep your phone right by with the calculator open. <laughs> right, or Nathan. I'm just like, what's this minus this? <laughs> <laughs> oh my word you're actually asking him to yes, do math for you oh, totally dear. okay so slow oh, no. beginning number one number two um i didn't feel a connection with any of the characters okay so it's okay. like i don't care about reading about you know i don't care about it i don't care um so that was, you know, rough for me. <laughs> and also all through the book, I felt like there were parts of it. It it did make me do a lot of research. I will say that. But there were parts of it okay. where it was like, this is a work of fiction. I understand. But can you totally make up just anything about a person that really <laughs> did live? Like... I don't know. That was that was strange. Yeah. So I suppose if they're old enough, <laughs> I guess I guess you could do whatever you want. Oh man. Okay. So okay. So all that said, all that clearly, to say, I would be generous and give it a Duncan. Be generous. Yeah. <laughs> yep. 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 You're gonna be generous today. I like yep. it. I like it. And also, oh, I could keep going. The dialogue annoyed the crap out of me okay like <laughs> there were times <laughs> there were times when she would write a, not a conversation but clearly a conversation was being had and then there were times when she would write the conversation and it's like why don't you just stick with one i don't know i just i okay yeah like where you where it was like she would use um you know, quotation marks, yes. and you'd be like, oh, okay, they're having a conversation, yes. and then later on, it would kind of be, like, almost in the paragraph. Uh-huh, and you're like, oh, they're talking there was- to each other. I need to pay more attention. Like, it yeah. just was, I felt like it was more awkward, and maybe she was trying to be, like, yeah. poetic or something. Be- well, and I, I don't remember totally, but was some of that definitely speaking to each other? Because I can't remember. Maybe I- it was, like, in their dialogue. Oh. I don't, I really don't even remember. I couldn't tell you. I felt <laughs> because yeah, she definitely used. I'm looking right now at my book. Yeah. She definitely used quotation marks yeah. at least some of the time. You know. Yeah, I don't know what she was doing. I don't know. Yeah, it's 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 a different kind of book. Okay, so you're giving it a Duncan. Duncan, all the way. Okay. What about you? I um. It, it definitely was not my favorite book. Yeah. Um, but I saw some stuff where I was like, okay, all right. And I feel like it did, like, I felt like you did where it kind of, it, it 
it made me interested in the time period yes. a little bit again. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, yeah, that's right. You know, this would be at a, that time period yep. where whatever is happening mm-hmm. or this. Um, and so that stuff was interesting to yeah. me. But, um, yeah, overall, not not my favorite read. No. Um, and I really, I mean, I'm literally right now going, okay, Duncan or 8 o'clock, you know? Oh. Did I... I know, because I know I think, I think I was better with it than you. Okay. Like, I, I at least saw some redeeming stuff to it. Okay. But I honestly, I could go either way right yeah. now. Yeah. Yeah. So that's super not helpful. Wow. Um, <laughs> I mean, you could do a... Uh, it's a it's a Dunkin' and a half. Yeah. You mix could it be a Dunkin', Dunkin and a half. With the, You put a little 8 o'clock yeah, into the... with the 8 o'clock. Into the Dunkin' and, and get yourself a Dunk o'clock. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> that should be a new rating, a dunk o'clock. <laughs> I like it. Or is it, or is it an Aiden? I don't know. I don't. Eight donut, eight donuts. I don't know. Oh. Um, but yeah, so I I saw some stuff where I was like, okay, and I I was at least somewhat interested in how she kind of portrayed grief. Yes. Um, uh, yes. Uh huh. It was, and you are right. It was such a downer. Yeah, it was such a downer. Well, we did pick up but, a book on the Black Plague, so. Well, I mean, it's literally in the title. I don't know why. Right. We, <laughs> I think it's the subtitle, isn't it? Um, it's a novel of the plague. Okay. I believe. I totally or missed that. That's not on Let's my see. copy. I do have to say. That. Oh, okay. Unless it's on the inside. Mine says Hamnet, a novel of the plague. <laughs> oh, okay. Yes, it does. See, I didn't even see that. I know. It's very, it's small. Um, oh, but tricky, I tricky, mean, tricky. <laughs> I thought you were trying to be time timely. Like, I, <laughs> I, just, I just thought you were like, oh, the plague, how appropriate. I mean, 2020. <laughs> 2020. Oh, my goodness. That's funny. <laughs> No. Just take it out in style. Honestly, no. I have um, heard so many good reviews on this book, and that's one of the reasons I chose it. Oh. Yeah. Really? Yes. Yes. Everybody just thought it was so beautifully written. and See, and I have to say, her style is not my favorite. Yeah. Just, she has a lot of, she has that style where she kind of will say something, and then she'll do a comma and say something yep. more, and then a comma and say something more about it, and comma, and so, and it's, it sort of ends up being these really long sentences where you're like, you're kind of drifting here, sweetie. I don't, like, start a new thought. Yeah. Yes. I, okay. Yes, Laura. Okay. <laughs> you're getting me on another thing. So I do not need to know that the letter traveled from a wee boy on the street who had tattered clothes and and tripped over a pothole in the road. And it flew out of his hands and the wind fluttered. Oh, my gosh. Just tell me what happened to the freaking letter. Like, you do not have to tell five pages of the journey of the letter oh my goodness that drove me batty i must say i did i did skip a few did you skip a few i skipped a did few. You skip a few yes 
I'm like, all right. Oh, my word. Minus one more page. (laughs) Oh, my word. That's hilarious. Just, wow. I'm sorry. (laughs) I have strong feelings about it. I really do. That is so funny. Oh, my gosh. And maybe I'm being too Um, harsh, but pick me on a better day, I guess. (laughs) I don't know. You know what? Hey. You, you, your, your feelings and are valid. It's okay. Um, you feel what you feel. You feel what you feel, man. It's okay. But no, that's the whole point. It's like, you know, some, sometimes books just hit you wrong and yeah. you're like, what is this? You know, um, I will say you, that the redeeming, sorry, I interrupted. No, you're fine. The redeeming quality and the reason that I gave it a Duncan instead of a Folgers is because of how she wrote about Hamnet's death after he died. Because that was so raw and real. I actually looked up, uh, has Maggie O'Farrell ever lost a child? Because it was so, um, it just was, Really yeah. well written. That part of it was. You mean like at towards the end, yes. like after you know, just did once he had died, yes. and then her preparing the book, his body, and you know the yeah. grave, you know when they were by the gravesite and all that. Yeah. Yep. It was. It, yeah. That was the best part of the book for me. Not. I mean, that sounds horrible, but because it was real, and it yeah. was a mother's grief. It was written yeah. well I thought um would you have do you think you would have gotten to the end of this book if we weren't reviewing it nope so you would have probably given up at some yeah. point probably in the <laughs> beginning yeah probably okay I was just curious probably I, I honestly don't know I might have I might have stuck it out I don't know yeah um it definitely so I have a few different ways that I pick books. I mean, I'll I'll look for recommendations, obviously, yeah. Yeah, that kind of thing. Um, but sometimes I'll literally go to the library and I'll read the first page. Yeah. Or I'll sometimes I'll literally just go by the cover. I'll judge a book by its cover. Yeah. Um, because I I don't mind being surprised and reading something where I don't yeah. know a lot about something. Um, I think it's kind of fun to do that sometimes. So sometimes I'll just you know kind of grab something and go. Yeah. Um. So for this one, if I had read the first page or two, I'd have been like, this is not a style I particularly like right. and put it back. Right. Yeah. Because pretty, pretty quickly she's into that sort of. Yes. Comma. Was the. Go on some more and go on some more. And yeah. Go on some more. Was the beginning confusing yeah. to you? I don't remember it being confusing, but now I'm going to. For some reason. Have to look back. I don't know. I just. I just. Oh, because you couldn't figure out why. Oh, like there was a lot of foreshadowing and kind of go- yes. and when she starts in with the kind of going back and forth in time. Yeah. You mean? Well, and all, yeah. but no, also just Hamnet, like he's walking through this house. I couldn't tell if it was like a dream or if it was real life. I oh, mean, I see what I you mean. I figured out, you know, like within okay. a couple pages what was going on, but I was just like, gotcha. It's, it sounded weird. I don't know the way that. Well, and there was a definite lack of action and movement. So you're like, what's, are, are we going right. to have something happen? Because nothing's so really happening. So he's still walking up the stairs. Okay. 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 Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. 
and he couldn't find anybody. That's pretty much the first chapter. He was walking yeah. around and couldn't find anyone. Yeah. Not not a super pull you in type of No. type of thing. You would have to really um, either love Shakespeare and want to know everything about his life to read this book or yeah. Uh, be very interested in the way that it was written. That's how I feel. Yeah, it's it's definitely got a bit of a different style. Yep. So in reading this book, I don't know about you. I mean, I it tends to kind of make me think about the historical side of it. And, you know, obviously this is a book about Shakespeare's son, and I didn't know that Shakespeare, or I guess I didn't remember, because I'm sure I knew at some point, but I didn't remember that Shakespeare had a son named Hamnet, uh-huh. and then obviously he wrote the play Hamlet, yeah. which, come to find out, is basically, the, it's the same, it's the same in, yeah. you know, Middle English or whatever, Yeah, mm-hmm. you know, um, so obviously that would have held the name would have held a lot of significance for him. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, why would he write a play about the, uh, with the same name, uh, right. you know, as his mm-hmm. son uh, who has died? Um, right. So I know you kind of did some, you know, you looked up some stuff. Yeah. About yeah. the historical side of it. Yeah. Well, um, uh, the play, even in the book, it talks about how the play pretty much has nothing to do with his son. And you would think that maybe it would be a similar story, but it isn't. Yeah. And so I was a little bit confused by that, thinking, well, why would he name it that? But then if you remember at the end of Hamlet, it talks about, well, there's a ghost in the story. Yes. And um, so well, I think the- that, go ahead. It- and isn't the ghost like Hamlet Sr.? Yes. Is that right? Because I actually had to go back and read. So I started reading Hamlet and I didn't finish it in time. But I couldn't remember because I hadn't read yeah. it since probably high school, honestly. Okay. Um, so it had been a long time since I'd read it. And I it did, I don't remember it making a huge impression on me even then. Mm-hmm. So Because, no. I mean, honestly, I, I mean... Uh, I feel like the worst possible theater person in the world, but I'm just not a huge Shakespeare fan. I'm I not never either. have been. Yeah. I've never so been let's a pitch, huge fan. pick up a book on Shakespeare. <laughs> yeah, I mean That what, sounds about it, right. Sounds about right there. Um So I know I know like it's it's really odd like I'm supposed to love Shakespeare because I'm yeah. a theater person, but yeah. yeah. I just don't I've never understood why he is such an enduring figure because yeah. uh, his his plays seem almost formulaic to me. Like they're very I mean, I'm sure for the time they were just yeah. like super ingenious, but to yeah. me they're I I don't get it. But anyway, yeah. that's that's me. I'm the weirdo over in the corner who doesn't Well, not I'm joining <laughs> I'm joining you over there cuz I no, feel the I mean, same way. I've yeah. never understood I mean, I, yeah. I don't get it. But anyway, I mean, he has some really beautiful lines. Like even yes. what, what some of what I read in Hamlet was, or Hamlet, I'm sorry, was, you know, like some really beautiful lines and even some really good chunks of wisdom at times and that kind mm. of thing. But other than yeah. that. Yeah. Anyway, all that to say, the book, or the, or I'm sorry, the play is uh-huh. not really that 
similar. No. So why did he, why did Shakespeare write a whole play and call it Hamlet, even though it really didn't relate to his son? Why, why name yeah. Hamlet? Well, from everything that I was able to research, it sounded like he made it as a tribute to his son. And named it in honor of him. But he does give little glimpses of his son throughout the play in that he put a ghost in there. And I think he was thinking about, um, you know, his son. And also, um, he, at the very end, wasn't the last... The last part of the book said, remember me. Yeah, and that there is a line in Hamlet um, towards the end of, like, maybe the first scene or the first act. Mm-hmm. And, and it does say, remember me, because the I think the ghost is saying, isn't isn't Ham, Hamlet yes. Sr. or Hamlet Sr. saying to his son, Hamlet, you know, yes. remember me. And I yeah. think the idea was supposed to be like you know I've been there was an injustice done to me so remember that and try to make it Mm -hmm. right but obviously I think on the personal side Shakespeare may have been saying you know right my you know this is kind of in remembrance of my son yeah and you know when you read it in the book in Hamnet you see it through the eyes of I always called her Agnes his wife but I know that's not how you pronounce it. And they even said in the book how to pronounce it. Do you remember? No, I actually thought it was Agnes. It, it was, you know, I feel like somebody pronounced it slightly different, but I thought it was yes. just that person. They, they, she said, you know, she was always annoyed because people would pronounce it Agnes. And then she said how to pronounce it. And I don't remember. Was it like but Agnes anyway. or something? It was like. Yeah, yeah. Like a, a less harsh um, G or something. Yes. Yeah. But anyway, I'm going to call her Agnes. So yeah, <laughs> uh, you see it through the eyes of Agnes and she thinks, wow, what better way to honor my son than to weave him into this story is what she yeah. thinks at the end of the book. So I don't know. It's interesting to think about, you know, did he... Uh, in a way, give tribute to his son. Yeah. It's very subtle, if there is anything. Well, but. maybe it was almost more like a, you know, how authors will do a dedication page, where it's not, this book yeah. isn't about you, it's just dedicated to right. you. Yeah. Maybe it's something yeah. more, That's true. more along those lines. Yeah. Um, yeah. Because he's not an author, he's a playwright, so he can't write right. a dedication, but he right. could name it after his son. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's an, a a good way to think about it. I don't know. Yeah. Maybe. Well, well, let's say, let's go, we'll go with, with that. It. <laughs> so I also did some, because the book was so, you didn't know what was true and what was not true. And, and the author did say, this is a work of fiction. Right. So you knew going into it, you know, that not all of it was going right. to be true. However, uh, she took... A lot of liberties, I would say, with the characters, um, especially Agnes. Yeah. Um, did you? Because did you feel for her? Did you have? Did you have any? 
sympathy for her or feel connected to her in any way? Uh, I really well, did are- not feel connected okay. to her. The only time I felt sympathy w- for her was when she was grieving yeah. for her son. And you, yeah, I'm remembering yeah. you said you didn't feel connected yeah. to really anybody. Yeah. I was surprised how little, like, and, and again, I don't know the history of the history of it, but I didn't particularly like Shakespeare as a person. Mm-mm. Oh my goodness, Laura. I like, so had so little, um, regard for him. Like I just, yeah, he, and, and the author, when I researched how she felt about him, she loves Shakespeare. Really? And she made excuses left and right for him. And I don't know what was culturally appropriate for the time. But I think people even back then thought that it was strange. Well, yeah. That he, did, he didn't live with his family. He lived in London. Yeah, he just wasn't around. I mean, he's, he's almost a non-entity in the story, practically. Yeah, yeah. And did you notice that she never used his name? Interesting. You didn't I notice? I don't think I did. He's yeah, like absent in his own story. Yeah, that I feel like it wasn't his. Yeah, story. it really wasn't his story. I don't. He was a side. He was a it side was character. Really ag- yeah, I felt like it was Agnes's yeah. story, or or possibly not even Hamnet. Yeah, in the beginning. Maybe you could say Hamnet some, but yeah, really, it was Agnes's yeah. story, and I just yeah. I, I I did feel for her in that her husband just wasn't there. He just wasn't there for her. Yeah. But she never gave him, like, proper grief. Like, I, okay, maybe it's, maybe that's a cultural thing, uh, a time thing. But if my husband did that, let me tell you, he would be hearing about it. Yeah. Like, you co- you stay here for your family. You provide and protect right. us. No, no, no. That is not your job to go off to London and... And then you find out, like, he's having affairs. Right. He's, and it's like, ah, uh, it just. Right. It just made me mad. Like, I just really didn't like his character. And she kind of, like, but whenever he would come home after that, she would, like, be just, like, be cold to him. But then after a few days, yeah. she would just be fine. Like, she'd just warm up yeah. to him and be like, okay. And that's what makes you think. Well, at least in the story, that she probably loved him. In true real life, I don't yeah, know. Yeah, you gotta wonder. I just wonder if... Yeah. I don't know. He he just wasn't, as far as in this book, and again, have no idea how it relates. He just wasn't a very likable person to me. No, not at I all. Did. And it yeah. was like she kind of... She wanted him to go away so that he could be happy Right, because he wasn't happy it, where they were living. And then... And it made it sound like it was because he was being stifled. Right. And he needed to be creative. Right. And I'm like, build a house on this edge of town then. Exactly. And he had so much money. After a while, he was rich. Right, he could have lived anywhere so, and written and then gone back. And he's like, no, somebody else will take my place if I don't stay in London. Yeah. That was mm-hmm. so weird to me. I just kind of was like, yep. I mean, I was like, okay, I get what you're saying. But at the same time, like, that's more important to you than your family. Right. But it was also a little bit strange that she didn't. I mean, I think she felt like she couldn't go because 
her one daughter, uh, one of the twins, right. was very always sick. Yeah. And she thought that she wouldn't be okay in London and she would die. Well, she definitely lived her life out of fear. I mean, a lot of her life was, was yeah. kind of led by, by yeah. fear. And I think part of that was because she felt like she knew what was coming. And so she felt like she had to, like, be on guard and on watch for it. Which yeah. I didn't know... I didn't know what to do with that aspect either. Like, whenever there's a character right. who, like, just knows stuff, I'm like, what is that? What is that What is that yeah. supposed to mean? Like, really? Right. Yeah. That's yeah. weird to me. I don't get that. But <laughs> I'm uh, like, what? I mean, is yeah. she supposed to be, like, a, some kind of witch? Like, what are you trying to say here? What? It, what? It, yes, that was the other thing that bothered me, and that's another reason I did research. Because she clearly in the book came off as like a witch i mean not a well i don't want to i mean i almost don't want to say the word witch because of the connotations but at the same time what else what are you trying to say what are you trying to call yeah like what is she supposed to be right so i wanted to know did she do alchemy did she do um you know like like was she involved in some kind of a cult something was she a druid so this is where the author took great liberties, I thought. She was not an alchemist. At least there was nothing recorded. And back then, if you had done those things, I feel like that would be well known. You would think. You know. Yeah. She didn't do anything with fortune telling or seeing the future. Uh, there's... And the other thing that I looked up there was no record of how they felt about each other and their relationship Mm. so we really don't know if they were in love or not we don't know why he left we don't know why he came back afterwards Mm. at the very end you know end of his life but um the things that were true okay she couldn't read okay which not surprising yeah that makes sense she was a farm girl okay they had three kids together and I don't know if you know of the famous reference about the bed in his, um, in Shakespeare's will, how he gave, he said that he would give his second best bed to his wife. No. <laughs> uh, yeah. So I think it's in his, in it was in his will or it was on his grave. That's so weird. How, who something. else would it go to? Well, I looked that up and it said... And in the book, did you notice there was a reference to that? Like you said, she kind of made a lot of excuses for Shakespeare. Well, that would have been one of them. She, in the book, didn't like the new bed. She liked her old bed. She liked her original bed that they were married in. Right. And she didn't want this new bed. So that was kind of like another excuse of why he would have put the second best bed goes to my wife. Yes. And I thought that was a little bit clever, you know, to put that in the book. But... Um, some people were saying that the best bed was never given to, you know, the anybody in the family. It was always given to the guest. So who oh, knows? Okay. But huh. maybe that's why. Maybe it wasn't a diss. Maybe it was truly, you know, huh. something that people did back then. Although it's weird but, because, like, I don't understand what, I mean, was, was something else going to happen to the bed if he didn't will it to her? It seems like all of his yeah, stuff would automatically go to her when he's dead. And then when she's dead, right. he'd probably just go to the kids. So I don't, it's weird. Right. Yeah, I don't know. I, I don't, don't get know. how wills worked back then, but. <laughs> right. 
Yeah. Very odd. But it was just interesting to me to see, you know, what was true, what was not true, what was made up, totally made up. And honestly, I don't know if the fortune telling really added anything to the story for me. I almost wonder if she was just trying to add, um, add some interest because she knew what was coming. And so she Mm. sort of, you know, the whole thing with, okay, she had one daughter and then she knew that she was going to have two kids standing over her bed when she died. Yeah. So she, she knew when she got pregnant a second time, okay, I I won't have any more children after this. Well, then it's twins. Yeah. So then she's like, okay, I must've seen something wrong because obviously I have three children. They're all here. Um, and she always thought that it would be uh, Judith. Oh, what's her name? The twins. Yeah, Judith. J- yeah. Judith. She always thought that Judith would pass away because she was so sickly. Right. And so she yeah. was always looking for Judith to die, basically. Judith was sick, but she wasn't sick with the Black Plague? Huh. What, what was she sick with? N- or was she sick with the Black Plague? I think plague? she was sick with the Black Plague. I think she had the plague. But she just survived it? Um, I, well, the, the, what it presented it as, and it makes no sense medically, but they presented it as Hamlet yeah. sacrificed himself for his twin because they have such a connection, he can do that. They're twins. Mm. I'm like, that. how? Okay, I lost that. I mean, I'm sorry. I totally didn't get that that's what it felt like to but, me he like kind of crawled up next to her and basically was like like sacrificed yes, himself her hand to like he was yep. like no i'll die in your place if one of us has to okay. die i'll die you you can live okay and basically i don't know like how does that work medically maybe that was the author's way of getting out of judith dying yeah because this whole time you think Judith, is, well, you know that Hamnet's going right. to die. But, you know, the mom, Agnes, thinks that Judith is going right. to die. So maybe that's her way of the twist. Yeah. I, I guess, I mean, really, they, the, I think that's taking some really big liberties with a twin bond. Yeah. I mean, obviously, twins have a really yeah. special bond, but... <laughs> I don't mm-hmm. know if it extends to, to the ability give to me, choose. Give me your illness and I'll <laughs> yeah, die. Yeah, I don't. I don't. Yeah. That's a bit more than I think is. Yeah. Really, I mean, again, that's fiction. Yeah. Again. Right. Right. I think that she got away with a lot because it's fiction. Yes. But I don't. I don't know if she should have gotten away with a lot <laughs> because <laughs> it's a lot. It's a lot. But you know. Yeah. Interesting. I did, however, um, look up a little bit on the author, O'Farrell. Oh, okay. Um, and she uh, was very excited to re- to write this book. You know, she loves, like I said, she loves Shakespeare. And she would always ask people, did you know that Shakespeare had a son that died at the age of 11? And nobody really knew. And that's why she wanted to write this book. Hmm. Okay. So, um the other interesting thing about her is she, oh my goodness, I was reading about her. She has a book, a memoir, apparently, and she has faced death multiple times. Wow. Like crazy scenarios where she 
like jumped off of a harbor wall into some water and lived. It's like, why, why did you do that? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know, Laura. I don't know. This author baffles me. So anyway, there was another one where she she met a man in Chile who like ran around with a machete trying to kill her or something. Oh my word. I don't know. They it sounds almost unbelievable, but you know. Oh, okay. It I think it's true. But she also has like a bunch of illnesses. She has like yeah, she has a lot of illnesses huh. where she very well could die. And then her daughter has, like, she's severely allergic to um, peanuts. Okay. So she, you know, talks about having to face the fact that, you know, her child could die. So mm. I thought that was kind of interesting yeah. that she, and maybe that's the reason why she was able to write it so um so openly yeah. you know that topic yeah. but yeah wow. so she she seems like an interesting person although i don't like her writing but yeah um huh. yeah now is she oh. is she british or is she irish yeah okay i th- oh i think she was born in ireland okay. i don't know where she lives now okay I think she lives in England, but I'm not positive. Okay. Yeah. Interesting lady. So. so can you tell everybody um, about what we chose to do instead of a dessert? Yes. Okay. So because um, this obviously takes place in, you know, 1500s England, um, it making anything a dessert um, would probably be a lot more complicated than what we were really willing to <laughs> to deal with. Unless you're um, on the Great British Baking Right, show. exactly. I, I don't know how to make suet. I'm not, you know, I just, I don't know how to do any of that. I'm not, uh, <laughs> what is it, steaming pies? Uh, yeah, or, steam, I don't know. steam some puddings or something. I don't, you know. Oh, right. I don't know how to do any of that. Maybe one day I'll be brave enough to try. But what right. we did instead, Becky actually kind of looked up some stuff about, um, like foods from Shakespeare's plays and things that he probably would have eaten. So there's, there's actually a website that we'll, we'll try to put up on the, on the, um, on our website. Um, and it says it's 10 foods from Shakespeare's plays that Shakespeare probably ate himself. And so I'm Mm -hmm. just going to go over a couple of these because they're hilarious. You just, I mean, it's just, (laughs) you can't, I haven't read all of them. It's wow. Okay. So the first one on the list is something called (laughs) Shrewsbury cakes. Um, okay. and it, that sounds tame. Yeah, that, that sounds good enough. You know, I could probably deal with that. Um, yeah. so apparently it's a round cake and it's flavored with rose or sometimes lemon. Okay. Um, there's something called gooseberry foil or gooseberry fool. Um, and mm. it's actually a type of cream pudding that has gooseberries and mint. So oh, that okay. sounds fine. I could deal with that. Um, yeah, yeah. Periwinkles is another food that they would have eaten, and that's literally just a particular type of snail. So mm, delicious. Mm. <laughs> Lovely. I mean, that's not that uncommon. Yeah, though. and I mean, people eat. Snails. I mean, we wouldn't right. eat it, but well, yeah. actually, Ben's tried them at some point. I can't remember when. Really? I can't remember when he tried Did them. Did he like them? Uh I don't remember if he's, I mean, I think he said that they were okay, but I feel like he tried them somewhere where it wasn't necessarily going to be at the top of the game, you know? 
Um, uh, you know, and- whenever I think of snail, obviously, <laughs> my context <laughs> is <laughs> snails. <laughs> well, that too, yes. But, um, you know, we have snails when it rains a lot. Uh, yes. And we... It just grosses me out. The thought of all that ooze yes, coming out. You I know? mean, well, okay. That leads me right into the next one on the list. <laughs> um, <laughs> That's not no, a good. No, it's not a, a good, good segue, time. but a segue it is. <laughs> um, the next one on the list is something called Ambergis or Ambergis. Um, okay. And it, it's whale vomit. <sighs> This I'm I'm literally what? I'm literally just gonna read this. It says that's right. <laughs> the sperm whale tosses his lunch. Sometimes sometimes uh-huh. it comes out the other end. It's technically a whale excretion. <laughs> and it was used in Elizabethan England to season their food. Oh my I'm, goodness, that is so disgusting. It says, I'm not. Laura, it literally says, do you think that's real? I don't know. It literally says I'm not kidding, and it's not even that old of a thing, actually. <laughs> I'm, re- I'm literally reading this. Oh, that is horrible. There's a huge industry around Imbridges with the rare sperm whale secretion being used for perfumes, <sighs> and it could also be used to dilute alcohol. Oh, my god! I'm not, I'm not, you can't make this stuff up. Who looks at something that a whale just threw up and thinks, mm, that looks delicious. delicious. <laughs> I'm going to try some of I that in that would coffee. be so good on a cracker. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I don't know. And I'm sorry, even worse if it comes out the other end. Are you kidding me? (laughs) I mean, what are you thinking? Was this during some kind of famine years? I don't, I mean. We could give that to them, but even in a famine, you're going to eat whale diarrhea? I would eat seaweed first. I would. Yes, yes. Uh, yeah, there's other things, I mean, my friend. I mean, there friends. are other ways. Uh, okay. So. Whale poop. No. Wow. Although I will say, do you know where vanilla extract comes from? Oh, don't tell me. Is it somewhere bad? Okay, I oh, won't. Okay, now you gotta tell me. <laughs> okay, I think this is true. Beaver piss. No, 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 that is um, natural flavors. Natural flavors when it says nat- natural flavors. When it says natural flavors. Yeah. That's the beaver thing. One of the ones they use oh. it really big time for, if it's not real raspberries, if it's not like like the fake raspberry flavoring. Oh, oh. is that. Yeah. Yes. I know, that one's oh. gross. Vanilla no, vanilla's a real thing because you can get a vanilla pod. You can get well, yes, thing, you know. yeah. That's a real thing. Yeah, but maybe just the natural flavor in the vanilla. Well, if they're using fake vanilla flavoring instead right. of real right. vanilla, then that might be from there. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, because yeah, I think it does say Basically, that anywhere the, it says natural flavors in the ingredients, watch out. It's probably got beaver. Uh, yeah. yeah. Beavers. Yeah. Yeah. Why? Why do people look at an animal, like something coming from an animal, and think... I want to eat that. I don't know. You got to imagine it came from the that days when the they used everything thing. from an animal. And yeah. after using everything, they realized this kind of tastes like this. Oh, I don't know. Yeah. That's all I can come up with. I have no idea. Yeah. Um, <laughs> that's rough. That's, that's a rough a, one. Yeah. 
The next one's going to sound really tame after that, but it's wild boar. <laughs> wild okay. boar. I can deal That's with fine. that. I can deal with thinking yes. about that. Um, the next one is Marchpane, um, which we know today as it was kind of the forerunner of Marzipan. Oh, yep. yeah. Okay. Um, which they, you know, if you've ever watched Great British Baking, it's a very European oh, thing. Yes. I mean, you can get it yes. here, but not too many people really use it in desserts. But in Europe, it's used for desserts constantly. Yeah. Um, like yeah. ingredients and stuff. Um, Posset mm-hmm. is another one that was mentioned. Um, okay. <laughs> I don't. I'm not sure. It's not really saying exactly what it is, but it just says it's like a type of pudding. And um, okay. it was often flavored with ambergris. So. Oh, man. Or, they like to mix it in everything, huh? Yeah. So. Wow. Um, and weren't, weren't some of these mentioned in Shakespearean yes, plays? Yes. A lot of these have quotations along with them from okay. plays. So, yeah. Okay. Definitely. He, he, so they're not just pulling no, it out. No, they really I mean, are they're... in a lot of his... Yes. Um, yeah. Okay. Salad, which is actually another spelling for salad, what we call salad. Oh. So, like okay. greens, you know, that kind of thing. Yeah. Um, yeah. Oh, by the way, that reminds me. One reason that Hamnet could be interchangeable with Hamlet, that reminded me because salad and what is it? Salad? Yes. Um, people were horrible, horrible, horrible spellers. Even yeah. with um, even with Agnes, yeah, some people called her Anne, and she has two last names that are spelled completely differently in her records of when huh. she got married to Shakespeare. <laughs> That's crazy. Yeah. So it's like people just pretty much didn't know how to spell, so they would put any letters well, in and there. there was, I, guess. I don't think there was a standard spelling at that point. Like yeah. there, there really was no standard. But sounded you know. out. I guess salad and salad, if, you know, that one yeah. I can see. And if you lived in a region where they weren't big on pronunciation, because some dialect or some, you know, regions have much more, I, I'm going to yeah. call it, you know, mushy ways of saying, you yeah. know, that kind mm-hmm. of thing. I mean, versus a, a region yeah. that's much more crisp and that kind of thing, then you probably yeah. wouldn't know yeah. what the actual sound at the end of the word was or what, you know. Yes. Um, yeah. So, yeah. Anyway. Um Anyway, I thought that was interesting. Yeah, I know. It's crazy. And even if you look at names down through history, I mean, same thing. Like, mm-hmm. they'll be spelled different ways at different times throughout a family's history. Right. You know? And they'll change. Um, yeah. Yeah. So, um, warden pies. Um, and they were made with. Okay. That's um, a thing that was made with brick hard pears. Like, I guess, like, really, really hard hmm. pears. Um, and, oh, and yes. I don't yeah. really know what they did with it because it's not telling me a ton. Um but it was something to do with really well, hard pears. Like, okay. Like, soaked pears are a thing. Right. Um, so I wonder if maybe... It's definitely a I type of pie. That came from... But, um, but they used... Uh, you know what? I have seen where they use lemons, like a whole lemon inside of a pie. Huh, okay. And then when you cut in, it's supposed to be like juicy lemon. Hmm. Maybe it's similar okay. to that. I don't know. Um, and then the last yeah. one that they have on the list is something called junkets. Um, so apparently in, you know, the Tudor period, gelatin was pretty hard to come by because you had to, you know, you had to actually have mm. the bones from something to like boil down and all that and make your, your stuff yeah. like that. So junket yep. um, was made by mixing um, 
gelatin and sugar and cream. And then you mold mm. it into a wine glass to kind of make a jello, basically. Um, oh. Huh. So that was another one. And that was the last. Okay. So that's the last one on the list that we have here. Um, but yeah, so just some different. And it has quotations for each one where he referenced that particular food. Yeah. In, in a play. Yeah. It's just kind of fun to read where, it, you know, where. Yeah. Those ideas came from, or what he could, or have what, yeah, eaten what things at the time he knew about, or may have eaten. Um, yeah. yeah, I found that interesting. Well, I think the winner is uh, Am Am, yeah, or however you pronounce it. I don't know how to say it, but yeah, yeah, I'm like flabbergasted, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> to each his own, I guess. Oh dear, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, I have enjoyed this conversation, yes. even though I did not enjoy the book. Yes, because, I mean, <laughs> both of us really love history. So even just having a book that's, yeah. that's placed somewhere interesting in history gets you kind of thinking yes. about that time period. And it's fun to look up some of the stuff around it. So, yes. yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I feel that way. I did enjoy that part. And, you know, I wouldn't say that it's a complete waste of a read. No. I think some people would really enjoy this book. Yeah. Uh, clearly, a lot of people yeah. did online. Um, it just takes a, a different, you know, a different person than what I, I you know, it's not for yeah. me, is what That's I'm fair. saying, I guess. That's fair. Yeah. Um, And it's, it's... I mean, it's not an, a huge book, but it's not a tiny book either. So it's definitely, you know. Yeah. 305 pages, Laura. 305 <laughs> pages. You know the exact number <laughs> of it. Um, so, but yeah, if you, if you, you know, kind of are into that time period or whatnot, you could definitely give it a try yeah. and see what you think. Um, so, yeah. Yes. Um, but this is. Yeah, but be warned. Yes. <laughs> it's, it's not going to go on our list of greatest of all time for sure no um but it has been fun to talk about so yes it has do you want to tell about the next book yes so our next book is is um kind of interesting because it's also (laughs) um based (laughs) on another author and we didn't do that on purpose but um no this one is called mr dickens and his carol and Mm -hmm. it's also fiction historical fiction it's about um Charles Dickens, and um, it's kind of a idea on how he may have gotten the concept for A Christmas Carol, and we just thought that'd be really fun for yeah. for December um, for Christmas era. And, yeah, and it might be kind of interesting to see how the authors differ in their interpretation of the person that they're writing yes, about. Yes, so, exactly. So, um, yeah. so that's what we've got coming up. We are actually only doing one book for December. Um, just to kind of yep. keep it a little on the light side for us and also for anyone who listens. Um, so yeah, just, just kind of give some family time and hang out with family and enjoy yes. Christmas. So. Yes. Yep. Well, thank you all for joining us. We have enjoyed it. Yes. We hope you join us next time on Grounds for Discussion. Where the coffee and the books are a perfect blend. <laughs>